When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We've interviewed just about everybody. Presidents, celebrities, athletes. I mean, just about everybody. And I'm always asked, well, who have you not interviewed? That's a stupid, lame question, you know. And I have to tell you, as lame as the question is, I've got a guy on the phone right now that I've always wanted to talk to. And not because he played with the Jets or the Mets, which is all great, but because of just the person he is. I find him to be so interesting. And his name is Tim Tebow. And he's got a brand new book out, and it's titled... Mission possible. Go create a life that counts. So I could wipe this one off the bucket list of radio interviews. Here he is, making his debut on the Bernie and Sid in the morning show, Tim Tebow. Timmy, good morning, pal. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad we can check it off the list. Let's go. (laughs) Well, I mean it. You know, I heard you uh, watch, I should say, my friends with Craig Carton, Evan, those guys the other day, and great interview, Jets and Mets and all that stuff. But 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 when I hear you talking about, for example, the work you've been doing with uh, folks in Africa, you know, I am a, a part of a, uh, a charity down in Florida, which gives money towards ending human trafficking young girls and all of the prayer that goes into your daily life. To me, that's the Tim Tebow that people have grown to love, not necessarily the quarterback that won championships in Florida, Denver Broncos, Jets and Mets. That's the guy that a lot of people are inspired are inspired to be, and that's the book, right, Timmy? Well, it, it, we do talk a lot about it in the book, and and really the the heart of the book is to encourage every single person to really look outside of themselves of how they can make a difference in the world and how they can help people that are all around them, whether that's the corner of the street or the corner of the world. And and yes, one of my biggest passions and callings is to be able to fight for those that are in this terrible, terrible world of human trafficking. And unfortunately, there are 40.3 million people that are stuck in it right now as we're talking here this morning. And, you know, we just got back from Africa a few days ago, and we you know, fortunate enough to open another campus for girls who are being trafficked there and, and, and rescuing different, different babies that are being thrown away and starting another hospital there. But, you know, this is something that, um, that we're going to need an army of people to step into this fight to be able to push back what we believe is one of the greatest evils in the world today. And, um, you know, it is something I could go on and on about, but this isn't something that just happens in, in third world countries around the world. It's something that's happening in our backyard. And actually, um, you know, a little over two thirds of the, of the money that's put into the trafficking world comes from the U.S. Wow. So I know. There's a, a lot of things that we not only need to, um, to look outward, how we could help around the world, but how we can change things right here as well. well. There's no doubt. Florida, Texas, those states I know spend a lot of time. Florida specifically talking about these things. Anywhere where the borders allow for opportunity to, to bring people uh, in and out, make it, uh, make it even more tempting for some of these folks, Tim Tebow. You know, look, you're a guy that people love to hate. Uh, I don't get it. I don't understand why. I know why. People are just jealous. That's the way people are. Uh, for some reason, your faith over the years, the fact that, hey, listen, if you throw a bad pick, if you strike out in a big spot, you can rely on Jesus. 
to help you get through it, and it doesn't mean all that much. For some reason, people love to hate you and specifically attack your Christianity, your faith. What is that all about? Well, um, you know, I, I think um, it's always hard to speculate on, on why. Something, but I will say there's, there's um, you know, something that I, I did quite a while ago to try to, I think, um, cope with it even more. And, and one of those um, encouraging quotes that I was reading a book by Winston Churchill in a time in his life when most of the world um, – couldn't stand him. The allies, allies thought he's going to lose the war, and the rest of the world hated him because they were on the other side. And he writes, um, "If you have enemies, good. It means you stood for something at least once in your life." And wow. I think, you know, unfortunately, we live in a, in a society that is so afraid of of disagreement and so afraid of of um, you know, it's, it's hard for people to go in the same room right now in so many places and to be able to truly be honest because they're afraid they're just going to disagree. And if you disagree, then you're going to get canceled. Then you're going to get crushed. And when did disagreements become the worst thing? Listen, my dad is my greatest hero, my biggest role model. And if we get in the same room, we're going to disagree about a certain thing, about certain things. And that's okay. I think we need to understand there are disagreements. That's not the worst thing. And I, but I think because we live in a society that is all about likes, it's all about clicks, it's all about how many people will like me on social media, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, or whatever it is, on LinkedIn. And, and it's all about the verses, all about respect. I think if we were, you know, encouraging people, hey, on this post, how many people respect what I'm doing? How many people respect this? I think it would be a much different society when it's all about licks, likes that comes and goes. You know, that's going to be something that you're going to get. Hey, if I post something that a lot of people, um, that's, that's really that's funny, you're going to get a lot of likes. But if you post something someone might disagree with, they're not going to like you. And all of a sudden, it, that comes and goes. And I think we're, we're, we're teaching young people in a society that, hey, we need to be swayed and we need to change to fit in, to be more liked by whatever we, people think is, is the trend in that moment versus how can we earn people's respect in a long-term way because respect is hard to earn, but it's also going to last a lot longer than likes. And I think that was something that really early on in my time at Florida – I really tried to make a mental, emotional, spiritual switch from, from being liked to being respected because I'm naturally a people pleaser. And people are like, <laughs> what? That's not really. But, yes, I'm truly a naturally a people pleaser. I want to make people laugh. I want to make people smile. I, I want to have a great time with people. And I started to early on when I started to get on the national level of getting criticized, I went to my dad and I was like, Dad, I, I just – if, if they just got to know me, if they just talked to me, they would like me. Right. And he looked at me and said, they would. I mean, they really would. They would like you. Uh, Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that, that they don't actually want to get to know you because they don't want to like you. And it was, a, a, a you know, after that, it was this big switch that I made of really trying to focus more on the respect than the likes. Well, you're right about that, Tim Tebow. The book is Mission Possible. You're a likable kid. You're a cute guy, great-looking great guy, in great shape. You're a professional athlete, Good Morning America, Disney, all that stuff. And it's hard not to like you, but, again, uh, people are so miserable, so many in this society today that they find a reason. You mentioned the Florida Day. So my daughter, Timmy, is looking to go to college now. She's looking at schools in London. She's looking at schools in California. She did apply to Gainesville. And I said, Florida's a great school. And she said, why, Daddy? I said, because Tim Tebow and Chris Leak won championships there. And she said, that's great, but who the hell is Tim Tebow? But on a serious note, you guys, that was a heck of a run. 
you guys had at Florida with Urban Meyer those two years. That was a uh, really a beautiful period for Florida Gator football. It was. It was. We were very fortunate too um, to be able to have a lot of success, and and that was a, a really special time. And you know, so many great players that I had the chance to play with, and 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 you know, you look at so many of those uh, teams that we we were on, and it just had so so many athletes and so many great players. And fortunately, we were able to capitalize with some uh, with some hardware as well. As well. Well, this year you had the chance, Timmy, to reunite with your old coach. And to be honest, as much as I love you, it didn't go well for either one of you. You try to come back as a tight end. You missed a block. That became headline news. And your old coach, uh, Urban Meyer, was fired in pretty embarrassing fashion. What are your thoughts on what went down in Jacksonville this year between you and uh, with you and your old coach? Yeah, I think I think that's pretty fair to say as it didn't necessarily go great for for either one of us. But. But, you know, I think, uh, you know, right after I got cut, I remember going home and, um, and, and seeing my, my wife who's awesome. And she's, I'm just so fortunate, um, to have such an amazing, um, wife and, and life partner and seeing the three dogs and she's trying to be encouraging and everything. And, and honestly, I'm kind of sulking a little bit, a little bit upset, bitter, envious, jealous, all of these things. And, and then that's right when everything started to, to happen in, Af- in Afghanistan. And, you know, so I, I rush over to the foundation headquarters. We're talking through it. And a few hours later, I find myself on, on a plane to the, to the Middle East where wow. we're, you know, helping with, with, with people and, and evacuees and, um, and refugees. And all of a sudden, you know, um, even in a, in a terrible situation, a heartbreaking situation, um, I find so much more fulfillment and purpose than I had a day before when I was, you know, uh, a tight end. And and honestly, I got to say, I I was super grateful, really. And I was honestly the first on the the flight over. I was really is the first time I really got to say, God, thank you for letting me be cut because I knew um, flying over on a couple of those planes to some of the places I was fortunate enough to go and serve and help and help try to get people to, to safety that, man, if I was, if I was playing right now, I would be doing something that is so less important than mm. what I had the chance to do. No, no doubt. It's not ultimately what I'm called. It's not what I'm called to do. And you know, it's crazy because, you know, when I'm there and I'm at the house, I'm sulking and I'm, cause it, cause, cause the focus was on me. It was what I didn't get, what I should have got, all these things that is all focused on me. And that's really what Mission Impossible is about, is about when we take the focus off of us and we put it on other people, is we think that we're going to have less, and it's just not true. We're going to have more, more peace, more fulfillment, more joy, more hope, a a brighter life, in my opinion, because it it doesn't necessarily – it's hard to understand, but actually the more we give to people, the more we truly have. And, and, you know, I even share a little bit about that, about – you know, taking that flight and going over to the Middle East and being in places where there people have nothing and uh, the trash piles are bigger than the buildings and um, you know it's 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 so uh, such a hard time. But you know, when you know that you're called to something and you're in a place that uh, might not have been the day before where I wanted to be or where I thought I was going to be or where I'd have joy in, and God had a bigger plan than I had for my life at that time, and I was so grateful, even though it's disappointing to get cut. I knew 
and I was so grateful for it. I was actually could say thank you for letting me get cut because now I'm, I'm in, I know I'm in a place where I'm supposed to be. What a beautiful sentiment. My friend Joe just sent me a text, quote, this is the type of guy we want our daughters to marry. He's exactly right, but you're already married. So, uh, but, but, but that's such a beautiful sentiment, what you just said, exactly. What happened in Afghanistan, so devastating, so heartbreaking, so much more important. I want to do one on the Jets and the Mets and then wrap it up. Okay, Timmy, quickly here. Uh, Denver Broncos, you want a playoff game. You come to the Jets. Mark Sanchez is here. Bill Parcells is here. The Jets are uh, – Rex Ryan, I should say. Excuse me. Uh, they're enjoying some success. Things go crazy. They're not enjoying so much success. And again, Tim Tebow seems to be at the center of the blame when the Jets start going backwards after consecutive AFC Championship appearances. Unfair, but that was the case. Quickly, like a minute and a half on your New York experience, the Jets, which eventually didn't go great, but fine. The Mets, where you gave it a game shot. And a lot of Met fans like myself wanted to see you actually play with the big league team. But I appreciate the trials and tribulations and the travel and all the nonsense you had to go through just to be a major league player. What about your professional stint, football and baseball, here in New York? Well, I tell you, I honestly, I love it. You know, I think, um, obviously, it didn't go the way that I wanted with the the Jets or the way that we hoped. Um, but, you know, it was it was definitely a rocky year. But I think the one thing I would say is one of the best parts was just the fans. You know, I was asking about it the other day, and I said, you know, I think the Jets fans are some of the more loyal fans probably in the game because um, they haven't necessarily always had that much root for it, yet they still show up. And, and, and that's been really cool to see and um, still have some great relationships from, from that time. And then the Mets, honestly, I, I loved, you know, every part of it from – the tryouts from, you know, low A through triple A and, you know, the highs, the lows, it was just, I think there's a lot of people that couldn't understand it. How can you go from NFL quarterback to low A minor league baseball? Well, just, you know, when you love something, you want to pursue it and you want to just pursue your passions. And I didn't want to be defined by what the world wanted me to do, but what I was passionate about. And it was something that I enjoyed every step of the way. And, um, whether that's from the GMs I had or the ownership or everybody there, you know, I'm still friends with so many of those people to this day, and it's just great relationships. And, um, you know, and I still want to be able to support however I can. That's humility. That's part of the makeup of you, Tim Tebow. That's part of the reason why you're such a special person. You can do that. People can't do that. NFL quarterback to a minor league baseball player, but you've got that humility. The book is Mission Possible. Go create a life that counts. This was a great conversation. 60 seconds to go, Tim. For people out there, young guys, young girls out there that love you, and a lot of us do, and want to be the next Tim Tebow, what is your advice? Uh, what do you tell, tell people in the book to optimize their potential? Well, my advice is that um, you have been been given a mission. You have a purpose. Your purpose is not just about success. It's not just about money, fame, and power, but your success can be more than that. It can be about significance, about making a difference in people's lives. Every single one of us has a chance to truly make the world a better place, and I don't mean that by slogans and hashtags. I mean that by actions, by words, by deeds. Every single one of us has a chance to truly do that. And in this book, we talk about the, the, the high principles of it, but we also, also talk about the practical of taking the next step, of actually doing something, of truly living a life to make your life count, about finding your mission, pursuing your purpose, and going to truly create a life that counts. And I believe when you do that, 
you create a bolder, brighter, more fulfilling um, life, you know, one mission-driven moment at a time. Tim, you were fantastic today. Best of luck with the book, Mission Possible, Go Create a Life That Counts. You truly are inspirational. Great guy, and uh, thank you for hopping on the Bernie and Sid Show today. God bless you, pal. Thank you. God bless you, man. Thank you so much for having me. Hopefully we do it again. All right, man. Hopefully you come to New York and uh, stop by the studio. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GobbleLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.